This is National Native News. I'm Antonia Gonzalez. In just a little over an hour Thursday, an Anchorage jury reached a guilty verdict in the trial of Brian Smith, accused of killing two Alaska Native women. They convicted Smith on all 14 counts in the deaths of Kathleen Jo Henry and Veronica Abouchuk. During the three-week trial, police and prosecutors showed how Smith preyed upon their vulnerabilities. They struggled with homelessness. In the final moments of the trial, the prosecution recapped scenes from videos and photos stored on an SD card which showed Henry being tortured. Police said someone found the card on the ground with the voice of a man in the footage with a thick South African accent, which police connected to Smith, who was under investigation in a different case. Debate over the memory card was a source of contention, as well as the credibility of Valerie Kassler, the woman who gave it to police. During her testimony, she changed her story and said the footage actually came from a cell phone she stole from Smith's truck and copied to the SD card. Smith's attorney, Timothy Ayer, argued in closing statements that Kassler's testimony alone was enough to give the jury reasonable doubt. Whether she wanted the limelight, whether she wanted to hide something, whether she simply doesn't have a good memory... She is a very comfortable and constant liar, and there is reasonable doubt there. But the co-counsel for the prosecution, Heather Nabriga, asked the jury to consider the totality of the evidence, which also included cell phone data, text messages, and surveillance footage. What we do know is the defendant violently and brutally murdered two women. That is why we're here today. That is why the state is asking you to convict Mr. Smith of the crimes charged and that the state has proved its case beyond a reasonable doubt. Smith sat stone-faced as the verdict was read, while families and advocates for the victims cried and embraced each other. They said they hoped their presence would send a message of strength and caring, but most importantly of all, to bring justice. In Modoc County, Northern California, Jarrett Rucker, a non-Native man, is on trial, accused of the killing of Pitt River tribal member Milton Patrick McGarva, who was found stabbed to death in his home in 2020. Rucker is charged with first-degree murder. As Frank Sterling reports, advocates for missing and murdered Indigenous people say this is an important case. The trial began with Prosecutor Barton Bowers revealing that Milton McGarva, Yogi as he was known, and Jarrett Rutger were in a romantic relationship and had been living together in McGarva's rural home for approximately two years before Yogi was killed. Bowers also described the scene of the killing as brutal. Numerous witnesses were called, including first responders and McGarva's family. His family painfully recalled the tragedy, saying McGarva had just pulled through some serious health challenges Russell Margava is one of Yogi's brothers. He had 13 different surgeries, and I mean, he made it through it, you know, and to, to be taken the way he was from us, it's just not right. Geraldine Margava, Yogi's sister, says he was a community-oriented man and loved to help out. Fun-loving guy that made everybody laugh when he was around. We all laughed and joked and kidded with each other. He helped everybody out. Advocate Morningstar Gali of the organization Indigenous Justice says this is an important case for Native people. There has actually been charges put forward um, in terms of a non-Native individual against a tribal member is something that's unheard of out here and something that's really significant in our seek for for justice for the families and for all cases. These cases, uh, the majority of them never actually make it to this point that go to trial. The trial is expected to wrap up next week with the testimony of the medical examiner and closing arguments by the attorneys before the case is turned over to the jury. That was Frank Sterling and I'm Antonia Gonzalez. 
National Native News is produced by Kiwanak Broadcast Corporation with funding by the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. Support for law and justice-related programming provided by Hobbs, Strauss, Dean & Walker, LLP, a national law firm dedicated to promoting and defending tribal rights for over 40 years. More information available at HobbsStrauss.com. Support by Sanofsky Chambers Law, championing tribal sovereignty and Native American rights since 1976, from opioids litigation to treaty rights to tribal self-governance, with offices in Washington, D.C., New Mexico, California, and Alaska. Sanofsky Chambers Law. Native Voice One, the Native American Radio Network.